ஹரே கிருஷ்ணா சாரி சாரி ஃபார் தட் ஸோ டுடேஸ் எபிசோட் இஸ் சாப்டர் செவன் டெக்ஸ்ட் ஃபோர் த மெட்டீரியல் எனர்ஜி ஆஃப் கிருஷ்ணா ஸோ தட்ஸ் த டாபிக் வி கோன் கவர் டுடே அண்ட் அண்டர்ஸ்டாண்ட் லிட்டில் பிட் அபவுட் ஹிஸ் மெட்டீரியல் எனர்ஜி கோர்ஸ் வி கேன் நாட் அண்டர்ஸ்டாண்ட் எவ்ரி திங் பட் வி வில் Right, so we will say our Mangalacharan prayers and uh, we will start. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanat Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yenatasmai Shri Gurave Namaha ீச்சைத்தன்யமனோஷ்டம்ஸ்தாபிதம்யனூத்தலேயூபாத்தீவன்ஜீவன்ஜூத்தம்பரிஜனசித கிருஷ்ணச்சைத்தன்யேவம்ீராசிந்தோதீனோஜகத்தோபிகாந்தராஜாந்தநமோஸ்துஷானுசுதேவி வஞ்சாக்கல்பருபாவனேஷ்ணவேஷ்ணவேஷ்ணவேஷ்ணவேஷ்ணவேஷ்ணவேஷ்ணவேஷ்ணவேஷ்ணவேஷ்ணவே
he starts actually from here explaining his energies so this 7th chapter 4th verse and 7th chapter 5th verse uh, he explains his apara prakriti and para prakriti para prakriti is the um, <coughs> living entity which is spiritual and the apara prakriti is the dull uh, energy which is the material energy so in this way uh, we will have of course under each of these energies there are innumerable uh, subdivisions among the living entities among the material energy and um, even in spiritual energy there are so many subdivisions but this is the overall picture so in today's verse we will be studying the material energy of of uh, krishna and he actually breaks it breaks it down into ingredients uh, of the material world <coughs> the physical ingredients so bhumirapo nalo vayu khammano buddhirev cha ahankara itiyam me bhinna prakriti rashtadha bhumi earth apah water analah fire vayu air kham ether manah mind buddhi intelligence eva certainly cha and ahankara false ego iti does iam all these may my bhinna separated prakriti energies ashtadha eightfold translation and purport by divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shri prabhupad ki jai translation earth water fire air ether mind intelligence and false ego all together these eight constitute my separated material energies purport the science of god analyzes the constitutional position of god and his diverse energies material energy is called prakriti or the energy of the lord in his different purusha incarnations or expansions as described in the satvata tantra vishnostutrini rupani purushaakhyanyatho viduhu ekam tu mahatah srashtra dvitiyam tvandasam sthitam tritiyam sarvabhutastham tani gnyatva vimuchyate for material creation lord krishna's plenary expansion assumes three vishnus vishnostu trini rupani the first one mahavishnu creates the total material energy known as the mahat tatva the second garbhodakshaya vishnu enters into all the universes to create diversities in each of them the third kshirodakshaya vishnu is diffused as the all pervading super soul in all the universes and is known as paramatma he is present even within the atoms anyone who knows these three vishnus can be liberated from material entanglement so actually <coughs> karana udakshaya vishnu karana udakshaya one who shaya means lies down one who lies down shayanam means to sleep lie down to sleep so shayi means one who is lying down karana udakshaya means um, one who lies down in the causal ocean and garbhodakshaya one who lies down in the universal waters and kshirodakshaya means one who lies down in the ocean of milk but that 
one the the one who lies down in the ocean of milk he expands as the super soul or paramatma in all andantarastha paramanuchayantarastham govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami so he enters even into the atoms and into the hearts of every living entity and thus he is situated as paramatma <clears throat> anyone who knows these three vishnus can be liberated from material entanglement this material world is a temporary manifestation of one of the energies of the lord all the activities of the material world are directed by these three vishnu expansions of lord krishna these purushas are called incarnations generally one who does not know the signs of god krishna assumes that this material world is for the enjoyment of the living entities and that the living entities are the purushas or the causes controllers and enjoyers of the material energy according to bhagavad gita this atheistic conclusion is false in the verse that in the verse under discussion it is stated that krishna is the original cause of the material manifestation shrimad bhagavatam also confirms this what is it was janmadyasya yatah the ingredients of the material manifestation are separated energies of the lord even the brahma jyoti which is the ultimate goal of the impersonalists is a spiritual energy manifested in the spiritual sky there are no spiritual diversities in the brahma jyoti as there are in the vaikuntha lokas and the impersonalist accepts this brahma jyoti as the ultimate eternal goal the paramatma manifestation is also a temporary all pervasive aspect of the kshirodakshai vishnu the paramatma manifestation is not eternal in the spiritual world this is important to note the paramatma manifestation is not eternal in the spiritual world so he only as paramatma is only in the material world in the spiritual world of course they are always with krishna and then you know they are <coughs> um, what is that um, you know that um, five types of liberation samiksha means to be you know intimate associate of the lord in fact everyone has a direct relationship with the lord in the spiritual world there's no need of um you know he is sitting with us in uh, in the heart because here in the material world we have come away from him and therefore uh, he as a friend he is sitting in our heart and just beside us to witness and guide us back to him again <coughs> therefore the factual absolute truth is the supreme personality of godhead krishna so in other words although the um absolute truth is understood in three different phases brahma uh, brahma jyoti and paramatma and bhagavan brahma jyoti is the spiritual sky paramatma although localized is not in the spiritual world it's in the material world but because it's a feature of the lord there's no difference between the lord in the spiritual world and the lord in the material world hmm. just like killing of the demons is only in the material world there is no killing in the spiritual world so that way so the paramatma manifestation is not eternal in the spiritual world therefore the factual absolute truth is the supreme personality of godhead krishna he is the complete energetic person and he possesses different separated and internal energies he is shaktiman whereas he and then therefore he has many shaktis 
there is this uh, wrong conception that adiparashakti you know is the overall you know source of everything shakti cannot be the source of everything shaktiman has to be the source of everything and krishna is the owner of all shaktis and krishna says bhinna me prakriti rashtadha is my energy and even the spiritual world is my energy prakritim swam adhishthaya sambhavami atmamayaya krishna says in the fourth chapter sixth verse i come into this material world by my internal potency prakritim swam my own internal potency so he is referring to the yoga maya there <coughs> and actually we have if we study krishna's birth yoga maya was very much involved in the transferring of the womb i mean uh, rohini i mean what is that balram from devaki to rohini and um, yoga maya herself was there and then she came out of kamsa's hand and then there is of course yoga maya so it, it's the whole play was happening the the child in the what is that yashoda maya you know from there you know it was exchanged so it, it's a, it's a it's an arrangement of the yoga maya and even if it's not clearly visible in that way just like narasimhadev bhagwan he came from the pillar there also some yoga maya he has his diverse energies he will make anything possible but in the case of krishna the historical evidence is visibly there was a personal intervention from yoga maya and that too on the order of krishna so it's not never adi parashakti even if this adi shakti adi parashakti she is the uh, she is coming from the adi shaktiman adi purusham purusham is uh, ultimate the male feature of the absolute truth the in the material energy the principal manifestations are eight <coughs> as above mentioned out of these the first five manifestations namely earth water fire air and sky are called the five gigantic creations or the gross creations within which the five sense objects are included they are the manifestations of physical sound touch form taste and smell material science comprises these 10 items and nothing more but the other three items namely mind intelligence and false ego are neglected by the materialists philosophers who deal with mental activities are also not perfect in knowledge because they do not know the ultimate source krishna the false ego i am and it is mine which constitute the basic principle of material existence includes 10 sense organs for material activities intelligence on sense organs are the pancha gyanendriya uh, and pancha karmendriya so the five uh, senses for acquiring knowledge and five senses for action intelligence refers to the total material creation called the mahat tatva therefore from the eight separated energies of the lord are manifest the 24 elements of the material world which are the subject matter of sankhya atheistic philosophy they are originally offshoots from krishna's energies and are separated from him but atheistic sankhya philosophers with a poor fund of knowledge do not know krishna as the cause of all causes the subject matter for discussion in the sankhya philosophy is only the manifestation of the external energy of krishna as it is described in the bhagavad gita 
now uh, let's try to understand you see why bhagavad gita is uh, such a great book in the beginning in the introduction there is the um, mention by shri prabhupad of the five topics that bhagavad gita covers and that is ishvara um jiva kala prakriti and karma so these five topics are there what are they the supreme lord the living entity time material nature and activities so why those five why the mention of those five topics are important you see shankaracharya has classified bhagavad gita as the one book that is sufficient for the entire human society gita sugita kartavya kimanyai shastra vistarai yasvayam padmana abhasyam mukha padmadvinisrita in the fourth verse of the gita mahatmya he said um kimanyai shastra vistarai what is the need of any other scripture other than bhagavad gita because it has everything that we need to know and um, in the last verse of gita mahatmya also he says um, gita um, ekam shastram devaki putra gitam one book is enough devaki putra gitam or bhagavad gita so why did he say like that just because oh nice so nice sounding you know yeah we will just um, read about krishna and nothing else yeah reading about krishna means what <laughs> why bhagavad gita because you see you to understand anything we have to understand it in the complete context now material science is only studying as shri prabhupada has mentioned in the purport only these 10 elements like the the five gross elements earth water fire air ether and a little bit about mind intelligence false ego well they don't even know it's false ego hmm. so if we if we see um the the books in the library or if we go to websites or if we go to, and we analyze each and every material each and every piece of information what is it dealing with what is it dealing with so some are dealing with the earth element some are uh, dealing with the water element we know more about the earth than the water and some are dealing with the fire element and because it's it's um, you know it's it's useful but it also can be very dangerous anything each of these elements because they're so massive even wind even sound everything can be destructive or constructive so anyway as we go as the matter becomes more and more subtle we have lesser and lesser information about it for example you may say oh what what do you mean by books about earth for example geography for example metallurgy um even construction construction industry is considered earth manipulation of in fact earth water fire all put together um also man hours which is human being so our body is a combination of again these five elements and the way the medicinal uh, or the the department of medicine analyzes the body is these interactions of these five elements 
sometimes they take into consideration the mind the mental aspect intelligence even lesser is known mind also a lot of it is speculation uh, you know it's not very clear psychology the, the the branch of psychology is it's not as definite as the other grosser elements of earth water fire air ether and each earth is the most definite like it can be perceived with all our five senses water only four senses a uh, fire only three senses water only two senses ether only one sense the sound so this we have visited many times this we have explained many times so uh, it becomes lesser and lesser perceivable and when we come to mind it is not even perceivable by any of these five senses you can't taste it you can't smell it you can't touch it you can't see it you can't uh, feel it so feel it means uh, i'm touch it or smell it taste it all these five so but you know it is there that we know so to trying to find and understand that is is difficult they try neuroscience neuro neurology you know they they study the brain and try to come to some understanding um but it is it is very it's not very definite and intelligence again very very less is known about that uh, they have some iq tests and you know a little bit understanding but very very shallow then false ego that means misidentification they have zero understanding because to understand that this is false identification they must know what is true identification only then will they come to this conclusion that this is false identification so they don't know they don't know the uh, signs of the soul and therefore they do not know what is false and what is true so after their whole phd they still do not know where and who they are and where do they come from yeah. so this is a problem hmm. so bhagavad gita why it is such a great book why this one book is sufficient to answer all the world's questions and problems because it takes into context everything not just the material energy and uh, study it in a silo you know silo means just like compartmentalize each of them as separate um, you know things without relation to each other we can't study them in silos we have to study everything in relation with the supreme lord because he is the ultimate source aham sarvasya prabhavo when he is saying i am the source of everything and if we negate the source and try to study this you know this energy we just can't understand and we don't know the purpose behind it is just a meaningless existence this is the atheistic understanding scientific understanding it was just by chance and why it happened there's no why it just happened that's it and that's their understanding they have zero idea so this is very foolish very um, um narrow minded approach to understanding things but if we really want to understand everything we have to understand all these five factors we have to understand the supreme lord we have to understand the material nature we have to understand the jiva as separate from the material nature we can't treat this body as the person and you know yolo this uh, you only live once they say you only live once y o l o yolo so this is all crap because this is not correct hmm this is this comes because of the false understanding that we are this body 
so you see how much misconception there is and false ego i mean it manifests in so many ways in nationality race gender um species you know all kind of language there's so many you know um, or interest based you know so in that way there is so many so many um, parties in this material world like not only political parties but ideological parties some people say apple phone some people say android phone that is also party i mean the party consciousness so everybody has this you know different different identification i belong to this i belong to that i belong to this we don't belong to any of this this is our problem we don't understand so that's why krishna is saying you understand everything samagram yatha gyasya se how you know it from me the, the the source of everything and then he is actually breaking it down to for us to understand how it is all happening and he says this is bhinna prakriti rashtadha bhinna means is separated energies what does it mean by separated energies it means he is not directly interested in the matters of the material world he created the material world to house rebellious souls like us who have rejected his shelter he still offers us shelter through the agency of maya and gives us facilities so that we can enjoy what we wanted to enjoy and after only millions of millions of births when we understand that um this is futile attempt so then we try to give it up and that is possible when the when there is a contact with a pure devotee so the other aspect is that to understand krishna we have to understand everything material and spiritual it's not that we understand krishna means we only understand oh raslila you know we talk about vrindavan pastimes we we talk about you know everything that is you know some leela with the devotees or in the spiritual world or you know no that is also leela this is also leela as much leela as there is no difference between the creation leela and the ras leela so a person who is interested in krishna see a person who is interested in krishna is not interested in the material world but because this material world was created by krishna he wants to know how wonderfully krishna created this material world like a devotee is not interested in battle or a battlefield that is one of probably the last things a devotee would be interested in but because krishna was there in kurukshetra a devotee becomes interested in that and we bhagavad gita is such a popular book and it was spoken on a battlefield the whole context is battle so there is always um, anything the Uh, with the um, lord i mean with connection with the lord it becomes spiritual because the interest is towards the lord kunti mata ji has put some message in the, uh, good evening to all and to the chinese devotees happy chinese consciousness new year 2022 see we are not chinese we are not um chinese consciousness this is the thing this is party <laughs> this is what we're talking about here so that's why we don't really wish each other like that our new year is the gaur purnima that is our new year so once we come to devotional life we sh- 
we don't identify ourselves with our bodies whether it's um, chinese or indian or you know um, you know any any of such parties so that's why we don't really um or that wish something like that you know something which is like sectarian so we actually belong to the we, we, we belong to krishna so our bodies or whatever it doesn't matter actually so of course this is a chinese new year holiday public holiday today and yesterday in singapore and i think also in china but we when we come to devotional platform we cannot identify ourselves with chinese or indian or anything like that so chinese consciousness is one of the false ego <laughs> this which we are actually talking about so we have to come out of that <laughs> so now um <clears throat> the subject matter for discussion in the sankhya philosophy is only the manifestation of the external energy of krishna as it is described in the bhagavad gita so now the modern science they just study the external energy but a devotee should know everything hmm. but he does not have any personal interest in the material world no he just wants to when when these topics are described in fact vidura asks maitreya in the bhagavatam you will see uh, i will take you there um he asks maitreya how the creation was made and maitreya explains now vidura is a pure devotee why would he be interested in the creation he's not interested in the creation he's not interested in enjoying the creation he's he wants to hear the glories of the lord how he created and also that will clarify the matter for all other inquisitive souls in the future who would want to know such thing because i mean to be inquisitive about our surroundings the creation it is natural and to satisfy the curiosity krishna actually explained everything and maitreya muni explained in the bhagavatam to vidura so it's not that he is completely disconnected oh he doesn't want to know anything no he wants to know but in relation with krishna he doesn't want to know without relation to krishna because it, it's not true it did not happen that way and also if we take out krishna then we want to be the purusha as shri prabhupad mentioned in the purport we want to be the purusha and we want to enjoy the prakriti the, the material energy so he is the purusha so with that understanding a devotee would want to know anything i'll take you i'll, I'll show you this verse first in the mukundamala stotram in the 14th verse it is said prithvi renu ranu khapayam sikanika phalgu sphulingo laghus tejo nishvasanam marutanutaram randham susukshmam nabha shudra rudra pitamaha prabhritaya ஸ்பார்க் the winds become just a faint sigh and the expanse of space becomes a tiny hole great lords like rudra and grandfather brahma become insignificant and all the demigods become like small insects indeed even one particle of dust from our lord's feet conquers all so you see in other words what it is said here is that a devotee is not interested for him the whole earth becomes like a speck of dust who is interested in a 
in a speck of dust. In fact, if there is dust on the table, we will just wipe it, and we sweep every day, huh? house. So nobody is interested in that dust. So, in other words, a devotee is not here to enjoy anything. For him, it's as insignificant as the dust, the whole earth. People are kind of trying to drill it and take out oil, take out gold, take out silver, take out so many precious things. But for the devotee, it's like, you know, just loshtravat, as good as garbage. But as good as garbage in one's own sense, like for himself, he will not take anything from there. But to know how Krishna did it, yes, that is that is spiritual knowledge. Hmm. So, um, I'll just share some, um, this conversation of Vidura and Maitreya, a few verses. This is there in the third canto, I think uh, fifth chapter. Yeah. So here, You see how <laughs> you see Vidura asks Maitreyam about you know the creation and all these things. When he asks this question like that, Maitreya, you see, he, although he was instructing or sharing the knowledge with Vidura, he understood that Vidura is a pure devotee who is Yamaraj himself, one of the twelve Mahajans of the universe. Uh, and So he did not pose as a great giver of knowledge. Okay, okay, I will instruct you now. He said, you see 3.5.21 Your good self is one of the eternal associates of the Supreme Personality of Godhead for whose sake the Lord, while going back to his abode, left instructions with me. He is saying, he did not say, Oh, yeah, you are coming now? Okay, the Lord has already left and he spoke to me. Me. And you have to learn from me. He did not do this. He in fact said, the Lord left instructions for you. Because you are a pure devotee. He is concerned with about you. And he left those instructions with me so that I can share with you. I can be of service to you. You see how the consciousness of Vaishnava, when he is talking, when he is preaching, it's not to show off that, you know, oh, he knows so much. Oh, I know so much. I, I, will, I will instruct the world. No. It is to... What? As if I have, um, what is that, um, invented this knowledge. No. It's, we are borrowing from Krishna only. So, Krishna wants this science to go everywhere. And therefore, when the devotee glorifies the Lord, he just does it as a service. Anyway, the next verse, you see, he says, I shall therefore describe to you the pastimes by which the personality of Godhead extends his transcendental potency for the creation, maintenance and dissolution of the cosmic world as they occur one after another. So this is pastimes. Leela. Uh, Srishti, Sthiti and Pralaya. The personality of Godhead <coughs> the master of all living entities existed prior to the creation as one without a second so he existed before the creation and that's how he is the creator he is not one of the created beings he is the creator and therefore he has existed before the creation right 
so it is by his will only that creation is made possible and everything and again everything merges in him this supreme self is symptomized by different names the lord the undisputed proprietor of everything the undisputed proprietor of everything was the only seer the cosmic manifestation was not present at that time and thus he felt imperfect without his plenary and separated parts and parcels now of course this does not mean imperfect means it's not that oh something is lacking in him so therefore he needs to create imperfect means he doesn't he sees that it is not perfect that his parts and parcels his children are suffering so that is not perfect that they, have, they should suffer so perfect means they have to be with him so that is the imperfection otherwise he is not imperfect <clears throat> the material energy was dormant whereas the internal potency was manifested the lord is the seer and the external energy which is seen works as both cause and effect in the cosmic manifestation o greatly fortunate vidura this external energy is known as maya or illusion and through her agency only is the entire material manifestation made possible the supreme living being in his feature as the transcendental purusha incarnation who is the lord's plenary expansion impregnates the material nature of three modes and thus by the influence of eternal time the living entities appear thereafter influenced by the interactions of eternal time see now see let's try to understand here the supreme living being in his feature as a transcendental purusha incarnation which is the maha mahavishnu who is the lord's plenary expansion impregnates the material nature of three modes and thus by the influence of eternal time the living entities appear you see how he he starts the whole thing sets the clock so actually it's not that he started time at that point eternal time by the influence of eternal time so the the previous creation the destruction already happened also by the influence of time and by the influence of the same time the again started creation thereafter influenced by the interactions of eternal time the supreme sum total of matter called the mahatatva became manifested and in this mahatatva the unalloyed goodness the supreme lord sowed the seeds of universal manifestation out of his own body hmm. thereafter the mahatatva you see just like i mean soil cannot develop into plants there has to be the seed that has to be put into the soil and then it can develop so the lord is the one putting the seeds of universal manifestation out of his own body thereafter the mahatatva differentiated itself into many different forms as the reservoir of the would be of the would be entities the mahatatva is chiefly in the mode of ignorance and it generates the false ego it is a plenary expansion of the personality of godhead with full consciousness of creative principles and time for fructification so it's not a it's not a uh, what is that dull it's full of with full consciousness of creative principles and time for fructification mahatatva or the great causal truth transforms into false ego which is manifested in three phases cause effect and doer all such activities are on the mental plane and are based on the material elements gross senses and mental speculation 
now <clears throat> you can go and read the purports because i'm not going to go through all of that i'm just going through the summary of this description the false ego is represented in three different modes goodness passion and ignorance the false ego is transformed into mind by interaction with the mode of goodness now you see from false ego how each of these elements are coming into now we we know there are eight but how did they come into existence the first was the most subtle one false ego and then from there the intelligence the mind all these things came about see the false ego is transformed into mind by interaction with the modes of with the mode of goodness all the demigods who control the phenomenal world or the material world are also products of the same principle hmm. that means false ego in the mode of goodness namely the interaction of false ego and the mode of goodness next the senses are certainly product products of the mode of passion and false ego and therefore philosophical speculative knowledge and fruitive activities are predominantly products of the mode of passion the sky is a product of sound and the sound is the transformation of egoistic passion you see in other words the sky is a symbolic representation of the supreme soul thereafter the personality of godhead glanced over the sky now the glance of the personality of godhead is important here sa aikshata sa asrjata he saw and he created just by glancing at the material world so thereafter the personality of godhead glanced over the sky partly mixed with eternal time and external energy and thus developed the touch sensation from which the air in the sky was produced so you see how there is the sound and then there is now the air and the sense objects also it is actually coming from the sense objects of the lord that you know all these elements are coming into existence thereafter the extremely powerful air interacting with the sky generated the form of sense perception and the perception of form transformed into electricity the light to see the world this is form then third aspect fire let's see the word jyoti trans- translated as electricity or light because i mean even the thunderbolt i mean the thunder i mean the lightning is also light lightning so bhavakah means fire or electricity when propad said you know so नतद्भाषयते सूर्यो न शशाको न भावक यदत्वान्वर्तंते तद्धाम परम मम सो ही इन द स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड देर इज नो सनलाइट मूनलाइट फायर और इलेक्ट्रिसिटी पावक मीन्स एक्चुअली फायर बट इलेक्ट्रिसिटी इज ऑल्सो नथिंग बट फायर इट बर्न्स एंड इट इज इट हेज लाइट सो इट्स जस्ट अ डिफरेंट वे ऑफ द मैनिफेस्टेशन ऑफ फायर सो वन डिवोटी ही डि नॉट like that translation you said oh how can you say it is uh, electricity there's it's wrong it only should be fire so he doesn't understand that electricity is another form of fire like the lightning hmm. it has light and it burns so anyway going back thereafter the extremely powerful air interacting with the sky generated the form of sense perception and the perception of form transformed into electricity the light to see the world 
when electricity was surcharged in the air and was glanced over by the supreme again there is glance at that time by a mixture of eternal time and external energy there occurred the creation of water and taste thereafter the water produced from electricity was glanced over by the supreme personality of godhead and mixed with eternal time and external energy so again glanced over by the supreme personality thus it was transformed into earth which is qualified primarily by smell so actually there was one time there was a conversation i was having with some buddhist and he was saying yeah we also have some kind of uh, explanation that you know from uh, fire comes water i don't know how how to explain that but it is there like that in the buddhist texts so i i gave him example see when when suppose you are you are uh, you are doing some physical work and your body temperature rises and then you will have perspiration so you have heat and then after that water is produced so from there itself you can understand you know from heat comes water from fire comes water oh yeah that's a good example he said so we have to of course buddhist i mean where they're getting most of their thing is from our vedas but it's just that it denies denies god there is some similarity but th- this thing that there is no, about the existence of god that's a that's not accepted in buddhism then therefore they are atheistic but it's all it's all there in our shastras it's nothing new or fantastic but it it is always it is um, it is very profound but because krishna is giving us you know the knowledge we are just sitting in one place and then gathering all this knowledge without any doing any research or telescopes and this and that so that is the advantage and we will know much better than those people who are looking through the telescope hmm. oh gentle one of all the physical elements beginning from the sky down to the earth all the inferior and superior qualities are due only to the final touch of the glance of the supreme personality of godhead you see without his touch without his glance it is impossible anusamsargat last touch so without his supervision and nothing can take place but these scientists are trying to prove it that way this is their foolishness there is a there is a verse yeah, i think this one 362 there is actually there are a lot of verses about um, material nature about time about everything in the bhagavatam there is a whole chapter i think uh, third canto 10th or 11th chapter is all about time from the atomic scale all the way to the cosmic scale so 362 of shrimad bhagavatam let's see this kala samgyam tada devim bibhrat chaktim urukramah trayovimshati tatvanam ganam yugapada vishat the supreme powerful lord then simultaneously entered into the 23 elements with the goddess kali his external energy who alone amalgamates all the different elements purport the ingredients of matter are counted as 23 the total material energy false ego sound touch form taste smell 
earth water fire air sky eye ear nose tongue skin hand leg evacuating organ genitals speech and mind all are combined together by the influence of time and are again dissolved in the course of time time therefore is the energy of the lord and acts in her own way by the direction of the lord this energy is called kali and is represented by the dark destructive goddess generally worshiped by persons influenced by the mode of darkness or ignorance in material existence in the vedic hymn this process is described as mula prakritira avikritir mahadadyah prakriti vikritayah sapta shodashakas tu vikaro na prakritir na vikritih purushah the energy which acts as material nature in a combination of 23 ingredients is not the final source of creation the lord enters into the elements and applies his energy called kali in all other vedic scriptures the same principle is accepted in brahma samhita 535 it is stated ekopyasaurachayitum jagadandakotim yachchaktirasti jagadandachayayadanta अंडातरस्थपरमाणुचयांतरस्थम गोविंदमादिपुरुषम तमहम भजामी आई वर्शिप द प्राइमिवल लॉर्ड गोविंद हू इज द ओरिजिनल पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड बाय हिज पार्शियल प्लैनरी एक्सपैंशन महाविष्णु ही एंटर्स इनटू मेटीरियल नेचर एंड देन इनटू ईच एंड एवरी यूनिवर्स एज गर्भोदकषाय विष्णु एंड देन एज क्षीरोदकषाय विष्णु इनटू ऑल द एलिमेंट्स इंक्लूडिंग एवरी एटम ऑफ मैटर such manifestations of cosmic creation are innumerable both in the universes and in the individual atoms similarly this is confirmed in bhagavad gita 1042 athava bahu naitena kim gyatena tavarjuna vishtabhyaham idam kritsnam ekam shena sthito jagat o arjuna there is no necessity of your knowing about my innumerable energies which which act in various ways i enter into the material creation by my partial planetary expansion parmatma or the super soul in all the universes and in all the elements thereof and thus the work of creation goes on <coughs> you see again paraphrasing the translation of 1042 verse there is no necessity of your knowing about my innumerable energies which act in various ways i enter into the material creation by my partial planetary manifestation parmatma or super soul in all the universes and in all the elements thereof and thus the work of creation goes on but there in the bhagavad gita single by a single fragment of myself i support this entire universe but it's the same thing <clears throat> it's not something different you have to understand this the wonderful activities of material nature are due to lord krishna and thus he is the final cause or the ultimate cause of all causes you see so in this way there are the in fact at one point in the chaitanya charitamritam chaitanya mahaprabhu says you know there's 3/4 let's see
there is a there is a verse where he says chaitanya mahaprabhu says krishna's energies are infinite and um, the three fourths energies the three fourths energy of the lord which is exhibited in the spiritual world is is beyond our comprehension let's discuss about the one fourth energy of the lord that is in that is the material world so i'm just trying to find that ah you see this is the one 57 yes 2157 त्रिपाद विभूति कृष्णैर वाक्य अगोचर एक पाद विभूतिर शुनोह विस्तार द थ्री फोर्थ पार्ट ऑफ लॉर्ड कृष्ण एनर्जी इज बियॉन्ड अवर स्पीकिंग पावर लेट इज देर फॉर हियर एलैबरेटली अबाउट द रिमेनिंग वन फोर्थ ऑफ इज एनर्जी सी चैतन्य महाप्रभु से रम्या काश रम्या उपासना व्रजवधू वर्गेण या कल्पिता द मेथड ऑफ वर्शिप एडॉप्टेड बाय द गोपीज इज द टॉप मोस्ट so rasleela is the pinnacle of krishna's pastimes leela and chaitanya mahaprabhu attested to that but then now here he is saying the spiritual world is beyond our speaking power let us speak about this material world why why is he speaking about the material world uh, let us therefore here elaborately about the remaining 1/4 of his energy that is the main thing because it is his energy whether it's 1/4 3/4 or 1/10000 or 1 millionth it is his energy and therefore it matters a devotee is interested in a subject in relation with krishna hmm. that's all so in that way everything is spiritual that's why a devotee he he will know everything bhakti siddhan saraswati thakur was like a walking encyclopedia any subject he can talk in depth and he'll connect it to krishna so um now it it there is a, another very uh, great importance of why we should be interested in the one fourth energy of the lord which is this material world why because now we are in the material world what is the spiritual world it is beyond our even understanding so especially at this point in time there is no need of delving in those subject matters which are way beyond our understanding so we are seeing with our senses all things material seeing and perceiving hearing and in all sense we are perceiving the material world with our five senses and if we can understand this material world as connected with krishna then whatever we see whatever we perceive will remind us of krishna that is why we have to know in detail this material world according to the statements of bhagavad gita and shrimad bhagavatam so in that way we can connect everything to krishna because here we are seeing only the material things and we have to train ourselves to connect everything to krishna hmm. so for that reason sthavar jangam dekhe na dekhe tar murti um, sarvatra hoy nija ishtadeva sphurti uh, chaitanya mahaprabhu explains a devotee let's let's go to that verse स्थावर जंगम देखे द महाभागवत द एडवांस डिवोटी सर्टनली सीज एवरीथिंग मोबाइल एंड इमोबाइल 
everything moving and non moving but he does not exactly see their forms rather everywhere he immediately sees manifest the form of the supreme lord like you see when prabhupad was there on the ship going to america he looked at the ocean from his deck the ship deck and he looked at the vast ocean and he immediately said govind jay jay gopal jay jay radha raman hari govind jay jay no he because for he, there is water why why govinda because such vast body such powerful mass of water does not <laughs> encroach an inch more than what is ordered by the lord into the land so powerful i mean these oceans can just wipe out the entire civilization on earth but because of the order of govinda they are just there and the whole the vastness this is the power this is the one of the opulences of govinda the water now we are thinking of earth water fire air are how big this water is just for example how big earth is just look at the mount i mean himalayan mountains the mount everest it's earth i mean it's one corner of the earth i mean one spot on the earth huh? people they they, you know, they they make it tourist attractions they make all kinds of things out of these combinations of earth water you know sometimes there is beautiful lakes and you know like nice um, heavenly you know gardens around it you know like hilly plains beautiful places right and the country say oh this is our our tourist um, we, we take pride in this this place are you have not created anything it's all krishna's property he has created all the beauty and we take credit and then we collect the tam- tourism uh, money so this is cheating this is a thief so we have to so the importance importance why we have to understand this material world is because we are now dealing with the material world and we need to be able to see the hand of krishna everywhere sarvatra panipadam tat sarvatokshi shiromukham sarvata shrutimalloke sarvam avritya tishthati 13th chapter 14th verse bhagavad gita everywhere are his eyes and hands and legs everywhere so we have to know we have to see the hand of krishna in everything that means we have to understand how everything is related with krishna and in that way even though we may be seeing material things we will become spiritualized whereas if we directly go to raslila first of all we are not advanced to ever understand that and we are completely aloof from what is happening in this world and then we we take everything for my enjoyment huh i will take everything for my enjoyment so i have to understand krishna everywhere the other aspect is um there is an there is a verse in the padma puran about shrimad bhagavatam it is said uh, what is that padau yadiyau prathama dvitiyau tritiya turiyau kathitau yaduru nabhas tatha panchama eva shashtho um what is that भूजातुनाजन सॉरी कंठस्तु राजन नवमो यदीयो 
मुखारविंदो दशम प्रफुल्ल सो एकादशो यलाटपट्ट लास्ट वन शिरोपी तो द्वादश एव भाति दिस इज द वन ुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगलुगल
or domain of human activity that is described in the Varnashram system is all material but because it is aimed at spiritual it is spiritual it is aimed at purification um, so that's why it is it is to be followed it purifies us so all these things are mentioned because of this because in relation with Krishna so I think I will stop it here and um, any questions I will take it's just a very brief understanding of the material energy and why we should you know we should understand everything in relation with Krishna and we should not despise it oh this is material so what no we have to know as much as is possible sometimes we cannot know even like for example fifth canto the, the description of Bhumandal is you know, people still you know not clear about it whether it's flat or round or whatever you know so sometimes it is difficult but we have to know as much as is possible for us just to glorify the Lord hmm. alright so and one last example in the third canto 31st chapter there is a description of the child in the womb now when we know that from Krishna's perspective that means fact, factually when we know then we can combat this sin of abortion for example people try to kill the baby in the womb and why it is a sin we can know because there it is clearly mentioned where the soul actually enters which the scientists are not clear about so we can you know present it and save people from unnecessary continuation in this material world all right so i'll stop it here any questions i'll take Satvika Bandaru Prabhuji, is it Lord Vishnu who takes the nine incarnations starting from Matsya to Kalki or it's Krishna himself who descend in these incarnations? So, it's Kshirodha Kshai Vishnu who actually takes those incarnations. Um, ten incarnations. I mean, all many actually, not only ten. But only when Krishna comes, he, he comes himself and uh, Shirodakshai Vishnu merges with him and everybody comes together in Krishna so otherwise all other incarnations are expansions of the Shirodakshai Vishnu who is a Kala Vishesha of Krishna part and part of plenary portion of plenary portion <coughs> oh, there is this comment yeah, this is Krishna is the source of Narayana. So in this lecture we have covered this in uh, I think very great length. Yeah, Rudra Prakash Trivedi is Matravat Paradareshu Paradravyeshaloshtravat Atmavat Sarvabhuteshu Yahpashati Sapandita. So a devotee sees everything as uh, other people's or something which is not his as as good as garbage. He does not take much interest in it. But if it is relation with Krishna, he will take all interest in it. <laughs> so sometimes um, it's good actually. I, I wanted to I want to add one point here. Money. A devotee is not very much interested in money. But Prabhupada said, if somebody is giving money, stop all work and go and collect that money and come. Why? Because it's for Krishna. 
நான் இட் லுக்ஸ் லைக் ஏ யுவர் மணி ஃபேஸ் இந்த சிங்கப்பூர் காலேஜே யுவர் மணி ஃபேஸ் தெர் இஸ் மணி ஷோ யுவர் ஃபேஸ் அதர்வைஸ் டோன்ட் ஸோ இட் மை லுக் லைக் தேட் பட் இட் இட் பிகாஸ் இட் இஸ் ஃபார் கிருஷ்ணா இட் இஸ் டிஃப்ரெண்ட் பர்சனலி இஸ் நத்திங் டு கெயின் ஃப்ரம் தேட் ஸோ வி கான்ட் பி ஓ ஐம் டிடாச் ஃப்ரம் மணி ஐம் ஈவன் இஃப் சம்படி ஒன்ஸ் கீவ் ஐ டோன்ட் வாண்ட் டு டேக் அரே for personally yes that is good but for krishna you must take immediately in fact that will save that person also and it will be a tool to serve krishna why why it has to be so there has to be and one has to be very careful in spending and you know spending such money and one has to collect money and spend it wisely for krishna's mission only and nothing else so in this way we have to use everything in krishna's service everything becomes spiritual it's not material anymore it's not that we can be detached from it thinking oh this is all material money you know we have to be careful very carefully keeping it because it is krishna's money because it is meant for his his mission uh, if we have any affection for krishna if we have any respect uh, for krishna we have to at least you know we have to take care of all his things otherwise what 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 love is that what kind of love is that oh i i only i'm chanting hare krishna i don't care about whatever is happening in the temple you know never it is all you know never washed pots not washed the floor not cleaned the toilets not clean the the you know food is not offered on time or you know whatever everybody is doing whatever they want no no bhagavad gita class no bhagavatam class you know everybody is just chalta uh, you know money is there on the table okay it's fine you know i am i'm detached what kind of nonsense is that in relation with krishna everything is spiritual so it has to be used one has to be just as in fact even more careful and greedy about money and cleanliness and everything than the materialist because it is krishna's hmm so in that way 3521 let's see actually the sanskrit Three, five. This is the when. This is the place where. My creation. Bhavan Bhagavato Nityam Sammata Sanugasya Yasya Gnano Padeshaya Madishad Bhagavan Vrajan. Hmm. So this is. This is a humility of. This should, this should be the qualification of a preacher, not that, you know, he is a great speaker or something. But of course, the, when we are hearing, we have to have the greatest respect for the speaker. But the speaker should not be proud that, oh, I am giving the greatest knowledge, as if you created the knowledge or what. So, we have to represent. Hmm. Should not have pride that, oh, we are explaining something. We are just taking from Krishna only. Dhiradas. Buddhism teaches about seeking realizing the absolute truth by our own but what is the process of seeking is there any meditation they follow actually there is a nice uh, resource you can read this on what is the buddhist practices and how actually it is flawed cc madhya 9.49 purport is all about buddhism 
The scriptures of the Buddhist cult are chiefly based on argument and logic and they contain nine chief principles. Because Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu defeated the Buddhists in their argument, they could not establish their cult. So Bhaktivinoda Thakur states that according to the Buddhist cult, there are two ways of understanding philosophy. One is called Hinayana and other is called Mahayana. So then he explains all these nine, nine different um, paths. <coughs> nine chief principles. And then he one by one he dismantles them. So you can go and read that. This, uh, maybe we can share the link for that resource. You can go and read that. Then we have Hare Krishna Prabhu, please accept my humble obeisances, all of us. Prabhupada, I met with some devotee and they were saying that devotees belonging to their camp are the only true followers of Srila Prabhupada. Because they say that they are the only ones who are openly following flat earth theory and also giving the classes for propagating the same. They were also forcing me to study and believe in the same. What is your view on it, Prabhu? There are many factions in our movement. Some are flat earthers and some believe it is globe. Well, I have studied uh, both sides a little bit. I mean, I wouldn't say I studied everything. Of course, I studied the fifth canto, and um, they must have also gathered some evidence from other places. Bhumandal. Um, I mean, this is this is a uh, this is something beyond our understanding to an extent. Now. Earth, as we understand, even from the word planet, it can be, planet means, if you see the word planet, it's part of a plane, planet, like, I don't know, the example I I can think of is pig and piglet, you know, like, uh, a smaller pig, you know, like part of it, or maybe there are other examples where part of it, plane, and planet it's like part of a plane now the 14 planetary systems each of them are actually like a plane and each globe in that can be called a planet because it is part of that plane but then again <clears throat> if it is actually completely flat and without a without any uh, gap it's like complete land then uh, I don't know. So, I don't know. I am uh, not an astronaut. So I haven't gone up and so seen all this. So there are arguments for and against all of this, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to draw conclusions here. But this is something to think about, which I think about sometimes. At one point, I was like really like wanting to find out, find out. But at one point, I was like, you know what? Whatever it is, place is not good. <laughs> so we had. To, we need to get out of here so that's more important and the missionary aspect but of course if you want to de- depict the planetary system then even Prabhupada was actually having discussions in 1976 even 1977 I guess uh, with Sri Sampradaya devotees and all that trying to come up with a model for the universe uh, planetary systems <coughs> so Um, I don't know how much was conclusively 
drawn i mean what 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 was drawn conclusively i think it was not very conclusive but this is i mean my two cents worth i don't know how much is worth but but to say that we are the only true followers of prabhupada because we are following the flat earth well preach na preach no need to you know uh, you know preach krishna consciousness help some people become devotees let's do that i mean if, if there is conclusive evidence i would we would take but if it if there is so much you know this thing of course if we can sit through the whole evidence and you know see what is what then we will have a better understanding but my my question is this that can a globe not be part of a plane if this system planetary system is a plane and this is a planet it's like i think um, um what is a good example for et end with et which is which indicates a part of something else um did anybody come up with anything let me see in the comments no i have not received any comments on that so <clears throat> what is a good example oh nishitham is a table tablet yeah actually that's a good example thank you there is one example I, actually there are more is this there is this not coming to my mind but table and tablet is a good example so table is a thing and tablet is like a small slate kind of thing so yeah so we have that thing so maybe it's like that you know so i do not know <laughs> i want um, i want pretend that i know kitchen and kitchenette is that a thing kitchen and kitchenette it's like a small kitchen hmm yeah so these kind of things are there so ak narsingdas narayandas everything around us is an illusion is best to focus on ourselves within <laughs> especially for something which is not clear well whatever we have we will do but you know um yeah otherwise you know we have to be whatever it is whether it's plain or flat or whether it's flat or round it's not a very pleasant place that much is at least that much is certain dukhalayam ashashvatam that that is certain so let's work on the things that are certain there must be information certain information about how exactly this is situated and maybe they are right i'm not saying i'm not dismissing but there is this possibility of these these possibilities so i just i just threw that in the argument but however you want to take it so unless there is something concrete i i don't like standing up i don't like standing for something when something is not concrete at least for me maybe i'm not educated enough that's my problem maybe they can how can you go back to godhead if you don't understand fifth canto and come to a fixed conclusion <laughs> it 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 doesn't depend on that at all it doesn't depend on that i mean 
maybe i'm unqualified to understand but it doesn't mean that just because i don't understand i don't like why was sri prabhupad want uh want to draw up the uh, models of the universe with the different different uh, devotees of other sampradayas even and like that why must be something which is because there are okay quadruple and quadruplet okay that's a bit tricky because quadruplets are four children right maybe because the womb is like shared by four so it's like quadruplet i don't know market no no this is not electromagnet no 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 market no no it's not mark and market mark market no it's not <laughs> ultraviolet alphabet ultraviolet no no alphabet no i don't think each of four children prabhu but isn't it english yeah it's english but where is the english source coming from so priyanka sharma mathur is asking is it english yeah but just like we say holy cow you know there is this phrase of holy cow where is it coming from there must be some of course we know cow is holy you know so these things have um just like sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday prabhupada asked this question in one of the universities in, in in america why is it that every culture of the world has the same order of days not that one has something else one has everywhere like in english we say sunday and in hindi we say ravivar ravi means sun and monday and in in india somavar is moon day monday moon day so why is that same order shani and saturn saturn is shani so it is prabhupada said nobody could answer and prabhupada said it is because it is the order of the planets from the earth the means from the earth the first one is the nearest planet is the sun and the moon and then the you know i think it's mars and like that venus or all the all the way to to saturn so there there is information that moon is actually farther than the sun he was trying to prove this point so but modern science accepts it as near to the earth so there are some things in other languages as well that people do not know why it is called like that like for example they say they say holy shit but there is a holy shit which is actually cow dung and there is a holy cow you know there is some relation to these english although they are english they are coming from 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 some background somewhere so that that's my point <clears throat> so bhu mandal mandal means usually it's a flat thing but then bhu loka bhu bhuvar swarga loka uh, it's not one loka it is a whole planetary system so it's like disks of planets so maybe it's referring to that or maybe it's actually referring to a complete solid earth in the bhumandal i don't know which way i want to take it i don't know i need more information <clears throat> as of now i'm sitting on the fence i don't know i don't know you know okay so um Priyanka Sharma Mataji Hare Krishna Prabhu last you last time told read kanto 3 about birth it was so informative 
and i was really thinking worms are my brothers <laughs> prabhu where can i read more about spiritual world like what exists there and what not how things work there uh you can actually go to third canto 15th chapter um let's see in fact the title of the chapter is literally description of the kingdom of god so yeah you see third 315 i don't know you can see it let me go to the index 315 description of the kingdom of god so here you can find a nice description actually how opulent vaikuntha is and then the two doorkeepers vaikuntha jain vijay curse and all that after that so this was when the four kumaras were going into the kingdom of god vaikuntha and they saw all this beauty and they reached these two doorkeepers and then there were seven doors and this was the these two were at the last door um and even as they were going from one door to the next to the next and there was so much beauty everywhere so that those descriptions are like briefly given here to 816 maharaj parishad is a typical devotee of krishna and as such he is anxious to know the complete significance of the creation of the lord he wants to know the inner and outer space of the universal form it is quite fitting for the real searcher of knowledge to know all about this yes and actually um there's one verse where shukadev goswami says Five twenty-two two. Sri Sukadev Goswami clearly answered, "When a potter's wheel is moving, and small ants located on that big wheel are moving with it, one can see that their motion is real, different from that of the wheel, because they appear sometimes on one part of the wheel and sometimes on another. Similarly, the signs and constellations with Sumeru and Thrugalok on their right." move with the wheel of time and the ant like sun and other planets move with them the sun and planets however are seen in different signs and constellations at different times this indicates that their motion is different from that that of the zodiac and the wheel of time itself now about at least one third of it went over my head but uh, the example is given here um even for us for example the earth is moving if if we think it is rotating and um if it is rotating and if we are on it we are moving with it and at least the sun is the earth is revolving we know that rotation well if it's a flat thing it, it won't be rotating and even if it is globe i don't know maybe it's rotating yeah then the sunrise sunset so either way whatever it is but of course the sun is also moving now at least this earth is moving around the pole star and the sumeru mountain that much is clear now on a potter's wheel the wheel is moving and the ant on the wheel for the ant it's like kind of stationary it's on the same part of the wheel every time although for us it is moving 
Uh, I hope you understand. So when the ant moves, sometimes it's on this part of the wheel, sometimes on that part. But so in that way, the planets are moving. So sometimes it is all difficult to see, understand from one point of view, from one perspective, from a zoom out perspective. And then when we're on that, it's a different perspective. For example, if you are sitting in a car, for example, this is the easiest example. If you are sitting in a car, we are stationary. We are just sitting in one place. But for the outside observer, we are actually moving very fast. But for us, we don't feel like that. We are sitting in one place. That's it. So, different perspective. For us, the entire world seems moving when we are in a car. Entire everything else keeps seems moving. It's all relativity. So, one has to have a clear understanding of everything. So you see, what is mentioned here is, of course, so much more depth of information is mentioned in other places also, or maybe some is only revealed in the heavenly planets. We don't even know how everything is situated. So maybe they are right. I'm not saying they're wrong or something, or I'm not judging anyone here. But it's just that I don't have the sufficient knowledge to comment decisively on this or that. Um, Sattvika, Sattvika Bandaro. Prabhuji, how to glorify Radharani? Any specified prayers which can be offered as part of daily offering? Okay, there is a song, Radhakashtakam. But um, the thing is, we just we we follow what is given the system given by Shri Prabhupada. First of all, the Mangalarti and the Guru Puja. I mean, the Guru Vashtaka, Guru Puja, and the daily songs. Because there are so many Vaishnava songs. The thing is, we have to understand Jogala Preeti. Occasionally we can sing, but not like every day. I mean, there's nothing wrong with singing, but I think we should. Um, what I feel, what songs help me, and at the level that I am, is those songs by Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Narutam Das Thakur, where he says, "I'm the most fallen rascal," and all these things. Um, those songs are very beneficial for me because it reminds me of where I am and because there is so much anartha needs to be removed. And that's why even Srila Prabhupada also did not want to. In fact, at one point in um, South Africa, two, two ladies, actually Indian ladies, they asked him, uh, can you please describe about Radharani? Uh, he said he was trying to avoid the subjects and he said, please, please, you describe about Radharani. And he said, you may be qualified to hear about her, but I am not qualified to speak about her. So, and he also did not want us to read the very confidential songs of Jayadev Goswami in the Geet Govinda, because they are very, very elevated and we will easily mistake them for ordinary sex, sexual descriptions. So, it is, it, we are refrained from it. This is only for liberated souls. So, Srimadhi Radharani is a very confidential topic. Of course, we want to take shelter of her. We have to know that through her, her mercy only we can get to Krishna. And to get her mercy, we have to get the mercy of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu. To get the mercy of Gaurnitai, we have to get the mercy of the six Goswamis. To get the mercy of the six Goswamis, we need to get the mercy of our spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada. So, this is what it means by Gopi Bhartu Padakamalayor Dasa Dasa Anu Dasa. This is the Parampara system. So, in the level that I am, I am not even following the instructions of um, spiritual master 100%. I have to, so many gaps, you know, I need to fill, I need to become a proper devotee first. So, I will, f 
first focus on this um, with all due respect to radha and krishna in fact sir prabhupada said you are actually worshiping lakshmi narayan you cannot even worship radha krishna this is not even for uh, conditioned souls although we are having radha krishna worship in the temple it's actually we are doing lakshmi narayan worship because lakshmi narayan is worshiped through regulative principles but radha krishna is only by completely liberated souls but of course because our meditation is has to be channeled towards krishna so krishna's you know radha krishna is there but the method of worship we are doing is actually meant for radha krishna um, lakshmi narayan so we better focus on the philosophy the bhagavad gita bhagavatam reading you know <laughs> Uh, of course there is Radha, radhika ashtakam written by krishna das kaviraj goswami a very very beautiful song um about radharani and of course there are other songs also radha krishna songs but we will not be able to appreciate the full glory of shrimati radharani unless we are completely purified that's what i'm trying to say vrajeshwari mataji prabhu ji then all incarnations are expansions of nityananda prabhu yes because nitananda prabhu then incarnates as all the we have learned this in the chaitanya charitamrita classes sankarshan karanadakshay vishnu garbhadakshay vishnu kshirodakshay vishnu anantashesh or adishesh so all these expansions are from nitananda prabhu who is none other than balram divya mataji hari krishna prabhu ji if we think of inventing any device to record feelings so the transcendental bliss experienced by devotees can be recorded just like we record audio and video in that way if we work on it studying material science but not doing any devotional service while working for that which may or may not be successful does it come under working for krishna even though we may fail one or should we not get this idea of being in krishna consciousness <laughs> don't you understand that the device to record feelings of transcendental bliss is the books given by the spiritual master i don't know if you have come across that quote from bishwala prabhupada where he says my books my purports are my recorded ecstasies you know he said that so see whatever is in our mind we express through feeling through our senses through our words and actions thinking feeling willing willing means to act on on our feelings so those ecstasies are expressed in the prayers there are so many nice prayers by arjuna in the bhagavad gita by so many devotees in the bhagavatam chaitanya charitamrita like mukundamala stotra all these are outpourings of ecstasy these are recorded ecstasies so So no need of you know some recording instrument what, what how are we going to record it come on so we should not speculate so we should follow the order of the spiritual master they already recorded ecstasies these words that we are discussing are recorded ecstasies in ecstasy the pure devotees interact and those ecstasy are like when chaitanya mahaprabhu was mad in ecstasy swarup damodar goswami his personal secretary was taking notes was taking notes and he was composing verses and or already composed verses he was sharing with um chaitanya mahaprabhu to further amplify his ecstasy assist him in his ecstasy and in that ecstasy the whole shikshashtaka was 
you know spoken by the lord i don't know if you know antalila chapter 20 so these are all outpourings of ecstasy words these words are outpourings of ecstasy prabhupada's purports are recorded ecstasies so, so <laughs> there is already enough instrument i mean there is already enough record hmm the ecstatic feelings are manifested in the form of words and action so by the by looking at the activities by looking at the words that's why the bhagavatam is all about that bhagavad gita is all about the words and prompting him to act on those words and bhagavatam is words and actions and how devotees behave how devotees glorify the lord in their ecstasy and the chaitanya charitamrita how to act on the ecstasy is all this is all record i mean if you are reading prabhupada's books you should understand this that this is all the recorded exercises so don't uh, think of inventing all these things the books are there distribute them distribution of distribution is more important now that ecstasy has to be distributed we have to inundate the world the whole world has to be flooded with this so enough inventions inventions have already come and and we are not to learn something completely out of the this thing and then speculate something we just have to use whatever is already there in krishna service and get on with it that's it whatever the technology is available right now use it in krishna service that's it there are many people trying stupid things inventions or technology whatever let them try let them work hard devotee will just use it in krishna service and <coughs> spiritualize the whole thing so we have to be on that side of things <coughs> utility is the principle you don't come up come up with these useless inventions all right priyanka sharma also prabhu which planet is topmost in the spiritual world i, I somewhere listen it is mayapur dham or is it golok vrindavan there is no difference between vrindavan and mayapur or um gaudamandala bhumi that means the navadvip and mayapur uh, sorry vrindavan there is no difference in fact there is one song like that from uh, by narottam das thakur if i am not wrong there is no difference now it is said that golok vrindavan of course golok vrindavan golokanam nijathamni tale cha tasya देवी महेश हरिधाम सुतेशु तेषु ते ते प्रभाव निचया विहिताश्चयेन गोविंदमादिपुरुषं तमहं भजामि सो गोलोकनाम्नि निजधाम्नि तलेच तस्य देवी महेश हरिधाम सुतेशु तेषु एंड इफ यू गो इन द बृहद भागवतामृता देयर इज इवन मोर डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ गोलोक वृंदावन इवन सब डिविजन्स ऑफ दैट बट द वृंदावन द गोलोक गोकुल पार्ट ऑफ इट इज द टॉप मोस्ट एंड Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also there in Golok Vrindavan. Hmm. The Sankir Golokera Prema Dhana Harinam Sankirtana. Hmm. The Harinam Sankirtan Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu imported it from Golok Vrindavan. Hmm. So there Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also dancing with the uh, Sankirtan party. Hmm. CC Madhya Nine. What is it for? This link. Let me see. CC Madhya Nine travels to the holy places. 
don't know what is it for. I don't know. Rajagishwar Prabhu is saying, Achintya khaluye bhava natam starkena yojay. We should not try to understand things beyond our material conception of argu- by argument and counter-argument. Yeah, you see, there are so many philosophies. Of course, if there is something absolutely certain, it's this, 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 this. And maybe they are pointing to something like that. I don't know. But for, from what I have seen, it's all kinds of theorizing going on. And the Western flat earth theory is absolutely crap. It's like completely hopeless. For that to be true, the sun has to be like 32 kilometers above the earth, which is insane. So that, that is completely nonsense. But the flat Bhumandal thing, I don't know. I don't know how it is. I'm, I'm not a... I, I don't pretend that I'm, I know. I honestly do not know. Priyanka Sharma Mathaja But Prabhu, if we do not know about this clearly, so how they are going to make Vedic Planetarium in Mayapur? So they are going with the round earth thing because that's what is understood. Yeah, this is this was the very reason why Prabhupada wanted uh, a model. That was that, that was why he was actually discussing with different authorities on the subject. But even they said they could not do it. Uh, he met with a he met a very scholarly person from south, from the Sri Sampradaya, and he also said he cannot give a, a clear picture of this whole thing. Although he has also studied, vastly studied, uh, learned, but still um, he could not give. So <coughs> that has been the state of affairs at the time. Mm. Of course, if you see the quotes of Prabhupada, he always referred to Earth as a as a globe. Um, there were some discussions that Prabhupada was actually considering when uh, Sadaputta Prabhu brought to him something saying that. Uh, is the earth flat maybe uh, the bhumandal whole bhumandala so then Prabhupada wanted this these models to be um, brought about and that's why he was discussing but I don't think it went to a concrete conclusion but from what we hear of recorded what Prabhupada said was always referring to as a globe and if we um, if we see in the Dashavatara Stotra the last verse after the ten incarnations there is one verse which summarizes all the ten incarnations. And then there it is mentioned Bhu Golam Udbibrate. Bhu Golam. Bhu Golam means Golam means round. Bhu Golam Udbibrate. It refers to a round thing. So if they want to say that it is a round flat thing or a round. Spherical thing. Usually, goal means spherical. Spherical. Um, so, bhu gola mudbi brate. If somebody can share that, um, share that thing. Madhurila is about nine chapters about Buddhism. Oh, actually, it's nine or forty-nine, especially. Okay, this is the thing. Vedan udharate jaganti vahate bhu gola mudbi brate. At that part especially so there is as varaha you lift the earth with your tusk so that is what is said but earth that earth is referred to as bhu golam it's not bhu what um, i don't know what is called a flat 
thing. But is that golem? But golem is usually spherical, you know. So it sounds just like spherical from that. Because I was thinking about this uh, song at one point recently. Few times actually I thought about this. Blue golem. Hey, that is round. That's a sphere. Maybe a spherical part got cut out from the plane and then dropped. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But. i'm just pointing to what i am seeing that's it it looks like it's round earth is round i mean that's what i see but so um and again i may be wrong i'm, I'm not saying i'm correct but maybe there's a uh, there's an explanation to this and maybe there is but but i don't see anything concrete i just cannot come to a black and white answer mm prabhupad bhagavatam one portion may not be exactly like just like if you are in the midst of a petal you cannot understand it is petal you see it is flat yeah like we see the earth is flat we are on it but it is different right so that petal middle portion you can take it take it flat it is not flat it is curved whatever conception you make that is defective so yeah see so robert explaining here it is he is actually kind of against this flat thing um so this is july 5th 1977 just months before he left he's talking about this thing still so even if it is curved when we are on the petal we can't see it is curved so these are all valid arguments you see valid arguments so he is pointing more to the round you see so bhugolam is kind of round it's, it's very clearly it is round so krishna is in both frames at the same time i think i lost the connection to what it was meaning both planes spiritual and material i don't know which one um राधा कृपा कला कटाक्ष स्त्रोत्र राधाराणी डायरेक्टली लाइक दैट दैटेडिक इज वी हैव टू स्टडी द मेटीरियल एनर्जी ऑफ द लॉर्ड लेट स्टडी दिस बियॉन्ड अवर स्पीकिंग पावर द स्पिरिचुअल एनर्जी स्टार्ट टू अंडरस्टैंड मेटीरियल एनर्जी इन रिलेशन विद कृष्ण दिस इज इनफ at least for you know, for the start let us <laughs> become conversant with this even himan shu prabhu if you are saying that you are a fallen soul then how much i am fallen please bless me so that i can join full time thanks for the session prabhu hari krishna <laughs> is good to always think we are fallen okay shri gaura mandal bhumi jeba jane chintamani tar hoy braj bhumi bas If one simply understands that the land of Navadvip is not different from Vrindavan, then he actually lives in Vrindavan. Prabhupada Lila Amrita can be read for getting to know devotional ecstasy of a devotee. Yeah, although some of the Lila Amrita information is a bit off, um, but yeah, mo- for most part, I mean, you will get the facts there. 
Divya, thanks Prabhuji for clarifying transcendental bliss is already recorded in Shri Prabhupada's books. But generally atheists, they don't understand it on their own when they read them. So for making those stubborn people to understand it, I just got a random thought. <laughs> See, you were, an, you were not a devotee before. You read Prabhupada's books. You got convinced. So the thing is, by reading Prabhupada's books, if they are fortunate, they will understand. Like I read Prabhupada's books. I was not a devotee, but um, when I read, it made sense. So, Prabhupada has the power to make us understand. So, it's not immediately one will understand everything. So, it, it takes time, gradually over time, you see. So, stubborn people never, let them be stubborn, let them take the books and then they will understand that this is actually ecstasy. How much a devotee relishes these books? Where is that person who, who who can say that you know he doesn't enjoy um, reading these books? If he's actually a reader, he will this thing. Flat Samatala, what is this? I don't understand. What are you referring to? I don't know. <coughs> Earth is a part of entire Bhumandala having so many planetary systems. Now, Bhumandala is a planetary system. Bhu, Bhu Loka, Bhu planetary system. Bhuvar Loka is another planetary system. Hmm. Jambudvipa being center. Hmm. Chaitanya Prabhu would be disappointed. Well, <laughs> oh, both frames means Anne's perspective and zoom out perspective. Prabhu. Yeah, I mean, Krishna is there everywhere, so he knows from every every angle. But we are only seeing from one angle and we're trying to fit the descriptions of Vedas into our, our angle of vision. Sometimes we fail, you see. Alright, I think I'll end it there. <laughs> see, this is just material energy and there is so much controversy. Just see. I mean... And <laughs> we want to become uh, experts in you know everything. So at least we should know this much that it is not a happy place, and we should get out of it. And if we, of course, if we have a conclusive description of everything, okay, it is flat. It is a complete, non, un, unbroken piece of earth to the extent of the ends of the universe. If something is as clear as that, I don't know. Maybe it's clear. I don't know. I, it's just I just need evidence. That's all. Because may, great scholars also say that I can't. I can't show you this. I can't show you. So I don't know. All right. So we will stop it here. Bhagavad Gita ki jai, Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Anantakoti Vaishnavrind ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premande Hari Hari Bol Hari Krishna.